Hello, my name is Andrew Gay. Together with my co-host, Tom Fox, I would like to welcome you to our new podcast, Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. In this podcast series, we will talk about and with local leadership within Kerr County. We dive into their unique perspectives and discuss their visions about the future of Kerr County, as well as the importance and role of local leadership. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. That was my co-host, Andrew Gay. This is Tom Fox. In this episode, we visit with Drew Paxton. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Welcome to episode two. I'm your co-host, Andrew Gay, along with Tom Fox. And we are here with Mr. Drew Paxton, and we're going to talk about leadership in Kerr County today. Drew, thank you. Gentlemen, hello. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You bet. You bet. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's kick it off. Let's. Why don't you start by just telling us who you are, where you're from, kind of what you do around Kerr County, Drew? Absolutely. Uh, Drew Paxton. Pull that mic a little closer. A little closer. There you go. Right on it. Okay. All up on it. <clears throat> I'm Drew Paxton. I work for the City of Kerrville in the Planning and Zoning Department, the Planning and Develop Director of Planning and Development. Uh, started here, or been in Kerrville for a little over five years, and one of the big introductions I got to Kerrville uh, was the leadership program through the chamber. Uh, so it was kind of a big introduction, but kind of get familiarity with the community. Yeah. Did they did they bring that up to you, your employer, since you were employed with the city? Did they yes. suggest you do that? Yes. My my supervisor threw it out there as an opportunity. Um, so go ahead and apply and see if you can get on them with the program. Awesome. So Drew, uh, one, I've been here about two years, and one of the things that impressed me about Kerrville is they really are looking down the road. So you can start with Kerrville 2050 as, as one example, but Kerrville is also thinking about its future leaders. And the thing that struck me about the leadership Kerrville program is it's doing just that. It's taking people like you. It's taking people who may be older, taking people who may be younger, and giving them an opportunity to learn about the city, the community, the county, this part of the Hill Country, uh, in ways that allows you to either choose to be a part of a leadership in any of those, or actually, you know, maybe be a leader in municipal or county government. So I really wanted to use that as a way to ask sort of how uh, your involvement in the leadership program led you to maybe have a different view of, of this city and this county. Well, you, you hit at some of the big highlights for the city of Kerrville, the Kerrville 2050 comprehensive plan. That was my first introduction to Kerrville. I came, started right at the beginning of that process. Uh, so that really opened my eyes as to what the community was about, who the community members were. Um, moving into the, you know, getting accepted and going through the leadership program with the chamber, uh, just furthered that knowledge of the community and shows that commitment that the community has for leadership, uh, building future leaders from our our current stock of employees, employers, and really um, kind of branches branches out on each of those different community members. Could you tell us a little bit about the breadth and scope of the people who were in your class? Maybe what the types of businesses they were in or what interests they had that were obviously different than yours? Yes. Obviously, they're all chamber members because it is through the chamber. Uh, we did have a uh, 
couple of bankers and real estate agents, city employees, some state employees, and then some smaller local owned retailers um, and other service industries represented. Uh, so it's still a very broad spectrum for that class. Yeah, how many, do you remember how many people you had in your class? I think we had 21 in our class. Okay, that seems to be like the magic number. You know, when I participated last year, we had about 21 also. 20 to 22, I think is pretty typical. Yeah, and I think we have the same number this year class. So um, trying to piggyback off of kind of what Tom was saying there, what do, do you have a specific uh, experience in mind when you were going through the class that was either like, you know, the highlight of learning something that you weren't, that you didn't really know beforehand, beforehand that was really eye-opening or like a favorite uh, learning moment when going through the class? It's hard to pick out a specific, you know, one specific moment. The culmination of the class as the group comes together to put on Easter Fest. I think it's a really interesting twist on the leadership program. I've done a leadership program through chamber in a previous city where I worked and there was no project. There was no really finished thing that they did. So it was just kind of a tour of the city, what the different aspects of that community were. And with the leadership program here in Kirk County, <clears throat> focusing on bringing those future leaders together to coordinate an effort as big as Easterfest. I think it's a huge undertaking, uh, but it really builds both community for the group, for the class, um, as well as lets people kind of start to feel out where's their expertise, where's their their strong points in leadership. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that because I think it's it's made up of a bunch of different people from a bunch of different backgrounds and different industries and going through that um, personality testing where you kind of, it's it's insightful you know, it's uh, you find out a little bit more about yourself and how you work with others. Um, so what was your what was your task for Easter Fest with the class? Do you remember what your committee you were on? I do. I was on the car show committee. And okay. it was not a lot of work specific to the car show because we do have a community member that puts on car shows throughout the year. So you're really just partnering and helping him get things set up. Um, after that, it was, of course, usual suspects go through help with the trash help with the uh, beer tent and really working together as a group not on a specific task but lending a hand to everybody else yeah so in terms of uh, some of the areas that you were able to study visit or, or take a look at that you really weren't aware of maybe talk about those i've heard uh, andrew and others talk about uh, the different uh, uh, governmental organizations and other um items, areas that you were uh, exposed to. Uh, could you maybe say a few words about those? Coming from the city and being familiar with that side of it, uh, seeing how the county interacts more with the public, the county or county as an organization interacts with the public and different entities was a different perspective than I get because I work with the county on a regular basis through city county interactions. Um, seeing the number of nonprofits and the in emphasis this community puts on that community effort uh, was a big eye opener. I knew there were quite a few nonprofits in the community, but getting to actually hear from so many of them and see what they do 
it was probably the biggest eye opening for me. I find I personally find that very interesting because I I had the complete opposite, the flip side, being in the private business sector here and not involved at any level of city uh, or county government. You know, I I had been sitting on a nonprofit board for a while uh, before getting into leadership and all that. So all of the governmental stuff in the public works was was what was so eye-opening for me so it's interesting to hear you and it makes a lot of sense but it's interesting to hear that it's like the exact flip perspective um you know i think that's i think that's fascinating so i think, I think that's one of the strong points of the the makeup of each class is because it is such a broad stroke across the community for the membership of the class that each get similar but different experiences as we go throughout those class days throughout the year. Yeah. Drew, one of the things that has really struck me about Kerrville, so I moved here from Houston, and um, in Houston, I could certainly vote for the mayor, um, but that was about the extent of my involvement slash influence on the uh, city government. But here in Kerrville, uh, individual citizens can actually you know, make a difference, and they can go to a meeting, uh, they can make their voice heard. If they so choose, they could run for uh, office, uh, have a reasonable chance of, of being successful. And uh, it's kind of led me to, to really see this effort of building the leaders for tomorrow as, uh, I don't want to say unique, but something that really every community should do. So I was wondering if, if you would give, or you had some thoughts on maybe just the whole concept about a uh, city essentially investing in itself so that 5, 10, 20, 50, uh, we're going to have the same vibrant community we have now. The leadership program is, I don't know the exact number, but a very longstanding program in Kerrville. Um, it's had a couple different iterations, but I think that's been a big strong point of Kerrville is that it's been investing in its leaders for a long time. I know several of the past mayors went through this program or one similar, like I said, one of the iterations. Um, some of the current council members have been through this leadership program. So it really does say a lot of how much this community does invest in their, um, in their community and their leaders. The city organization also has a similar program for uh, employees that can go through the leadership academy. Uh, similar kind of process they go through, they learn about the different departments of the city organization. So I think it carries beyond just the chamber and just the community. I think there's similar programs in multiple different employers that, again, really investing in building those people up. Um, coming through a program such as this, having that knowledge and familiarity certainly helps future leaders be able to make better decisions and know both where the cities come from, where Kerrville's come from, and where Kerrville's headed. Yeah, I know for me too, just the understanding, the, the deepening of the understanding of what this community is about and where we're headed and how it functions and how it works and what it takes for a community like this to really function um, and, and work uh, was, was a big piece of what helped me deepen my understanding about the community that I lived and worked in, um, and the you know the nonprofit boards that I was sitting on, and I, you know I'm a direct result 
uh, and a direct impact, can have a direct impact uh, on those around me in, in, in the community. And that's, that's gonna speak to the path that is laid out in front of us where we're going into the future. Um, so uh, what, do you, what do you see uh, for the future of the city of Kerrville as, as far as leadership goes? We have some, I think we have a terrific city council right now. Um, I've enjoyed over the last you know, couple of years of really kind of uh, keeping up with them. Um, and you mentioned, cause you're, you're involved with planning and zoning, right? So maybe that specifically, where do you think in terms of the future, do you think our path is headed for planning and zoning for the city? Do you see any changes coming? Do you see any adjustments that we might have to make um, or, or changes in how we construct that business over the, over the future? Coming with the coming out of the Kerrville 2050 comprehensive plan, and oftentimes you'll see a city go through that process, develop a comprehensive plan, and take a few key points out of it, and really put the, the plan on the shelf. Um, it's not not all comprehensive plans are built like a master plan necessarily, where you have things to check off that you've done. Uh, but one of the big things that the city of Kerrville did through the committees and council and our consultants is actually built in an implementation plan into that. And uh, this year, in fact, city of Kerrville got a gold award from the Texas chapter of the American Planning Association for our implementation of the comprehensive plan. So not only did we go through the, the large effort of creating the plan and the significant community engagement Tom, that you talked about, um, had tremendous engagement through that process now council and the multiple councils since then have been dedicated on checking those boxes to show that we are working the plan that the community has put in place. With that, we've done a lot of work on reviewing a lot of our different codes and ordinances to make sure they're up to modern standards or up to state law standards as legislature makes changes and up to the community standards consistent with that Kerrville 2050 plan. So I think moving forward, um, at least the immediate future, what you're going to see is some review of some of those updates to make mm -hmm. sure that they were done well. I mean, the, we don't expect perfection. As we overhaul one ordinance, it may come back in a year or two and have some minor tweaks as we implement and work that ordinance into whatever the process is. So there will be some continual changes, but I don't see at this point, I don't foresee any major overhauls. Um, through planning and zoning development processes, public works, any of those, because uh, we've really done quite a bit of work in the last five years uh, consistent with the Kerrville 2050 plan. I had a business partner once who said as much as he could, execution is where rubber hits the road. So I was really pleased you brought up. Uh, it's not just having a plan. It's implementing it through execution and then monitoring it and updating as appropriate. So I want to thank you for saying that. What else you got any you got anything else to close this out i think i'm good hey really appreciate you being here and your insight and your experience and feedback about leadership and investing in kerrville's future and leadership so thank you for being here thank you for having me this is tom fox i hope you've enjoyed this inaugural episode of investing in the future developing leadership in kerr county Andrew and I will be exploring this topic in some detail 
over the next several episodes. I hope you'll plan to join us again. If you've been a member of Leadership Kerrville, we may be reaching out to you. Or if you'd like to be on this podcast, please feel free to contact either Andrew or myself. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.